It's Kitchen Table Spirituality, your weekly devotional, brought to you unfettered of chemicals, free-ranging and wandering, and full of life and nutrients. I'm here with the healthiest and the best glowing pastor in Rhode in East, where are we? In, in New England, Charlie Eastman of Pilgrim Congregational Church in uh, Southborough, Massachusetts. How dare you, sir? How dare you call me the best glowing pastor when I sit looking through the video feed at the best glowing pastor? Sir Jonathan Malone of East Greenwich, Rhode Island of the First Baptist Church therein. Therein, yeah. I, I, boy, I was doing great until I had to think of geography. For some reason, locations just yeah, escaped me That's what me tripped today. you up. It is, not, yeah. Not, not my glowing. No, no, glowing. and Surprising. And, well, I, I appreciate, I mean... I was able, so uh, folks don't know that, I, I was able to swing by Charlie's place the other day, and they the church has set up a wonderful free-range mm. pen for him. Um, That's great. He's got a standing desk. I can he's just got a, hunt and peck. Yeah, he's got some fresh hay constantly there for him just to lie in. I mean, Pilgrim Congregational Church is good to their pastor, and he it's is as, a free-range pastor. It's as if they care. I love it. <laughs> Was that in your package when you the the contract you did negotiate? Not the that? hay. The hay's additional. Oh, I didn't great. didn't even ask the uh, pen. Of course, I need the pen. I, I got to know my boundaries. But right. The, yeah. so. If you had told me that in my next pastorate they would provide hay mm-hmm. without my asking, you could have knocked me over with a chicken feather. With a chicken hey. feather. <laughs> How's it going in East Greenwich, Rhode Island? Things are great. They don't have a free range area for me. Oh. But, well, uh, you know, you know, little roadie, you, you, little roadie. You know. They they will do things their way in their That's time. Right. That's the Rhode Island way. No, things are things are going fine. We are very excited for well, excited for Holy Week. We'll talk about that. Cool. Um, but anticipating Holy Week, we have our Monday Thursday. Sir. Well, first let me say we had our drive up last Saturday where we handed right. out. We're palms. in Holy Week. Yeah, recording this. Um, so it collected just a lot of great stuff for the Calvary Baptist Food Pantry. Thank you, everyone, for that. I want to remind people that this Thursday, we are having a Monday Thursday service. It will be on YouTube. The video is up, but you may not watch it. It's a premiere video, so you may not watch it until 7 o'clock Thursday night. Go ahead and try. I'll wait. You see? Nothing. Doesn't can't work. Do I'm clicking. I'm clicking. Nothing's yeah. coming. You've got to. Wow. Premiere video. You I guys know. are fancy. We are fancy. We just, or we just like control. We just don't want to let well, go. You choose your own adventure, John. That's that's right. On on Friday at noon, I'll be joining uh, the Lutheran Church and some others. We'll see who shows up and doing our walk around East Greenwich, the stage stations of the cross. I thought that you said all... we're going to say say you were going to nail your theses to the walls of the to the of doors the of the church. I wanted to do that, uh, mm. and I just haven't had the um, nails. The nails. Thank okay. you. Yes, I was trying to Not think Not the permission. The right word. Who needs permission when you got nails? Right, right. That's it. I so appreciate that's you it. getting together with the Lutherans. I love ecumenical yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's been a search we've been doing for a while, and I'm glad yeah, it, it, it works well in this corona world because mm-hmm. we're all walking around outside. But please bring your masks. Please um, do. Wear those. Uh, Thursday or Friday night, we are having another Good Friday service where we have a message from Pastor David Gortoy, who has moved but sent us a message, and then we'll be reading through this. Uh, seven Last Words of the Cross. Nice. How's Pastor be... Dave doing? He's doing great. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. He's doing, he's really just doing just a bang-up job in South Carolina, I think, is where Excellent. he moved to. Yeah, ah, just before the pandemic hit, he moved. 
Okay. Um, I lost my. So that'll be on Zoom, mm-hmm. and then Sunday morning we have our sunrise service at six a.m. at Sandy Point Beach, and then the resurrection service at nine thirty. If you have not signed up for a spot to be at that service in person, by the time you're hearing this, it's too late. Oh. Uh, Wednesdays are cut off. So sorry, Scratch. yeah, but you can stream and it and towns. you can watch on on Facebook. It'll still be good. Which, in some ways, is even better than being there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends well, on who you are. Right, I mean, right. If you've got a compromised mean, the, situation, if you don't have the vaccine, right. if you don't, there's so many things. I was going to say also, the coffee, popcorn the and church. Better. Yeah, popcorn and church, coffee, danishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how are things? I, that was our whole Holy Week schedule. Now it's your turn, Charlie. It, it would have been if I hadn't kept interrupting. Oh, well, that's okay. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate The banter it. makes it fun. Okay. We'll yeah. keep telling ourselves that. Yeah, right. Uh, right. I, at Southboro, we began Holy Week festivities with Palm Sunday. Uh, nice. And we had, uh, we had a lovely service at 10 a.m. indoors that was streamed. We thought we were going to be outdoors for the first time, oh, but yeah, weather was the weather great. was looming. Yeah. So we made the choice. The reason we made the choice we did, whenever people wonder how come we canceled and it didn't rain, is because... If it starts raining when all the video and audio mm. equipment are set up outside, even with tents, there's a risk, and it's just not mm-hmm. a risk we're going to take. So, yeah. Sorry. Um, then uh, after that, we at 11, that was 10 o'clock. Then at 11, we did our Palm Sunday parade. So we had yeah. people dr- a drive-up parade, and we handed out palms, and people drove around and waved their palms, nice. and kids got their activity kits for Easter, or for Holy Week, rather. Oh, it was great. really fun. Great, Great connecting event, bunch of cars, bunch of kids. We had a few bags left, but not many. Very in well this, attended. Oh, good. In this parade, did you have any trombones? Not a single one, nor an no. oboe, nor a bassoon. Well, bassoons don't march. Oh, okay, fine. We're above no, that. No trombones. No trombones. I did yeah. note that there were at least 73 trombones in Connecticut, and uh, three others are unaccounted for. So I was okay. wondering if they were with They were you. not with us. Okay, so Sorry. we'll keep looking. Keep their droplets elsewhere. <laughs> Sorry, droplet makers. We love you. We can't wait to be back with you and hear your music. For those again, who've never just... watched a, a trombonist empty their spit valve, oh, it's it, it really wow. is something. Yeah. You... And anyway, they're just glorified paper clips. Why don't you continue Indeed. with your uh, Holy okay. Week? Okay. <laughs> so Maundy Third. Oh, our our Covenant series wraps up tomorrow. Well, at the time you're recording this today or whatever. Mm-hmm. Any anyway, Wednesday at twelve thirty and seven thirty. We're talking about the fulfillment of the covenant. We're rounding the bend. We're going to spend some meditative time. It should be lovely. Thank you to everyone who's been attending. I think the series has been a great success. Good. And then um, Thursday, we have our Maundy Thursday Tenebrae, which is a uh, quiet and reflective service led by the deacons. We're going to nice. finish with an a cappella Were You There, sung by mm. yours truly. Oh, And nice. uh, other dramatic effects. You will see if you come, 7.30 on Thursday. And then on Friday, we actually have a video that's going up on Friday for another Tenebrae. Um, Mm. I didn't know, but anyway, we'll get to this later. Tenebrae is not a single event in some church traditions. So we have another classical Tenebrae, Baroque Tenebrae, uh, featuring the Stabat Mater and other pieces. Mm. Oh, and we had our Stabat Mater discussion Sunday night at 7, where we went over the piece and talked about the history of the music. It was fascinating. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good settings of it. There over 300 at last count. It's incredible. So um, that piece was new to me, and I got to learn about that, and uh, that might become a new tradition. So that's Good Friday, and now looking ahead, Easter Sunday, 
two services. No yep. sunrise. No sunrise. Two services. You don't 10, need a sunrise. Yep. Service at 10, outdoors, 11 o'clock Easter egg hunt, and then service at 1130. All right. So you can sign up via Eventbrite for either the 10 or the 1130, and we can't wait to see you outside for Easter. You know what I'm going to do for you, Charlie? Lay it on me. Um, just for your community, yes. I'm going to keep the sun from rising until 10 o'clock. I'm going to oh, make that sun wait that's until sweet. 10, just See, so you for, guys. For me, I'm, if, if I'm at a sunrise service, my back is always to the sun. Right. right. I, I always miss it because I'm so wrapped up in the service. And furthermore, mm-hmm. I don't need to watch the sunrise to know that it will. Okay. So that's just <laughs> not a thing for me. Boy, always the romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a, I'm a could, person of faith, so I don't I could see, see your it. partner saying, Charlie, let's go watch the sunrise. Let's just enjoy the sunrise together. And you say, don't need to. I know it will. <laughs> Sounds very Dwight Schrute, doesn't it? Yeah. False. All right. False. All right. False. <laughs> well, anyway, so um, we are It's Holy the, Week. We're as busy as we usually week. would be, but, yeah. but no more, really. A little more. I'm going to say a little more. So we're going to talk about Holy Week today. Segue. Yeah. Right? Segway. Yes. There's Not a much of a segue since we just said we were doing Holy Week and now we're going to talk about it. But I, yeah, I, yeah. I have long suffered under the uh, whining and whinging of pastors over how busy they are during Holy Week. Mm. And my standard I- response is always, who did that to you? <laughs> Jesus did. That's yeah, right. my answer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And no. He just stressed You said out. yes to things you had no love for and didn't want to do, but you said oh. yes anyway. You kept the traditions that were broken and were working, but you're doing them anyway. You added events that you didn't have bandwidth or time mm-hmm. for. You know, pastors are really famous right. at Holy Week for throwing it all at the wall and seeing what sticks rather than asking the question. And churches should do this too. Yes. Why? Right. Why do we do what we do at this time? So, now, doing yeah, it is ahead. worth it. You go ahead. Jump yeah. in. Well, I was going to push back a little bit because some of it is, we, I mean, there's going to be extra stuff on Holy Week. If, you, if your Holy Week is exactly like every other week, then either you're doing Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday every week, which, wow. Right, right. Wow. Belief for you. Yeah, I guess. Um, or... Maybe um, the disciples of Christ do with their weekly communion. That's true. They probably do. Yeah, they're so, they're so sweet. They're so sweet. Um, or, or you're not doing anything during Holy Week, which I would say you're missing a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so, I don't. I don't mean yeah. it should be a normal week. Yeah. So there's going to be. I mean, there's more. But I think yeah. that I get your point that uh, no, if the if what you're doing is not adding to the spiritual depth of the week. Mm-hmm. If it's not feeding you and your congregation, mm-hmm. but if it is just busy work or something you do for the sake of tradition, um, and yeah, I, I remember there was a pastor I know that the church he served for a long time, they would have a donkey go down, maybe for Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, go down the aisle, get a donkey, oh, yeah. and, and then they stopped doing it for about 20 years, Okay. and when he got there, they kept saying, like, you know what was great? When we had a donkey. The donkey. And it was tied to this idea that you bring a donkey and the church will be full. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so if we do a lot of things, the church will be full. And he just said, Would you, we just got to kill the donkey. We just got to kill the donkey. So yeah. I told him that I think it would be an interesting service if he brought the donkey. and then uh, A ritual slaughter. Yeah. 
Yeah. I as mean, long as you to... use every piece of the donkey, it's okay. Right, right, right. I mean, you do it in a kosher way. That's right. That's, that's all. Um, I you think, go the yeah. full donkey. Go the full donkey. So I agree. You... Yeah, just Sorry. just doing things to do them and doing them because you did them yeah. before is not a sufficient why. And and don't go to Charlie and whine about that because he won't hear it. No, I won't. I'm not having it. But you can the other you can come to me and I'll just turn off my mic. Right. And, but the reason Holy Week needs to be special. One of one of the reasons mm. is we we've lost a sense of festival mm-hmm. in the Christian tradition in much of it, and oh, we've really that that. we've really devolved to two. And and it is right. a joke. It's such. It's so stark that we only have the two festivals that we make fun of people who only come for the mm-hmm. festivals. We call them C and E's. But frankly, Church of England. Yeah. If we're not celebrating any other times than mm-hmm. Christmas and Easter, then don't expect people to show up for celebration. Uh, festivals are such a mm. lovely push and pull mm. in the life of religious peoples. And uh, I mean, we look at the observant, we, we look over at the, the Jewish folks and we look at the Muslim folks and we think, oh, they've got this and oh, they've mm-hmm. got that, but we don't have that. Yeah, because you're not doing it. You're not engineering. You're, yeah. not, you're not working with your festival materials and traditions. It's another I've, podcast. Well, I've, I, got, I've got two things I'd like to add to that because I love that you brought festivals first. Um, I have I have been working hard for my entire professional career as as a pastor. No, you haven't. To, you take breaks. Sometimes. I've been working. I know I've done too much. But to make Pentecost to elevate mm. it to the same place, and I think mm. the key is is we need a mascot for Pentecost. <gasps> I'm not going to go into great detail because I'm sure we'll do a podcast. Um, but I my I've been pushing for a long time that we bring Flamer, the Pentecost gorilla, oh, wow. a red gorilla. Who walks? Yep. Who leaves coconuts full of goodies for all the boys and girls? I thought I was going to ride the donkey. No, no, donkey's nope. dead. We've donkey's we've dead. done away with the donkey. Okay. But anyway, so you know, bring up, bring let's let's make flamer a thing. The oh, Pentecost wow. gorilla. Okay. The second thing, uh, which this idea of festival, I'm going to get a little academic. Please Charles do. Taylor, Charles Taylor wrote this seminal book in the last decade called uh, Secular Age. And he talks about that there was this time when we had this sense of the pathos um, of, of evil in the world and almost to a place of demonic and spirits. But that was there was a healthy sense of that because also there was a sense, not healthy sense, there wasn't an awareness of that because of also our embracing of festivals. And that festivals, when couched in this in this sense of life is hard, we better celebrate, mm. um, helps us have a, a, I would say, a healthier relationship with God. Hmm. I'm going to unpack that a little bit more, I feel Please like. Please do. Can, people can I, I'm loving it. that. So, you know, one of the things I say pretty much every year at the end of the Palm Sunday service is I say, if you just go from this moment of celebration all the way to Easter and do nothing in between, Easter will be fun, but it will be shallow um, and skin deep. Hmm. It's, it's, you're not going to have depth to no it. No depth. Yep. But if you yep. if we go through the if we have the start with the taste of the festival of Palm Sunday, but then it should just be a taste. Mm-hmm. But then really go through Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and really sit with it, and let Saturday be a day of, of penitence and and sorrow. Then that Easter will have so much more depth. The festival will um, feel more real because you've been in walking with Christ um, mm-hmm. through all the steps. 
and the resurrection will mean something. And, and even Charlie's curmudgeon response to a sunrise will wow. not have impact. You will say, I, maybe I know the sun will rise, but I need to see it today because it's been a rough weekend hmm. because Christ died. I need to see the empty tomb. Sorry, I'm done. You can still see <laughs> the sunrise from your own porch. Yeah, no. Charlie, I'm going to make it so the sun won't rise till 10 o'clock for you. Don't worry. I've, okay. I've got you covered. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah. so load up, the moral of the story for me is mm. load up Holy Week, yes, with events that mm-hmm. speak to the moment you're in mm-hmm. and that have power and precision and, and are rooted in scripture and, yeah. and then invite the entire town, not this year, invite Network. the entire town in mm. to experience it. Yeah. Because we can do that. We're Protestants. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody can tell us we can't. And, and make sure that if you're going to do an Easter egg hunt for Easter, it's because you want to share the good news of Jesus with all the people. Yeah. Everyone, and and about your church. If you're going to do a Maundy Thursday service that you're going to invite everyone to, you mm-hmm. you do it because you want to tell the world about the Last Supper and, and what how yeah. the Lord's Supper was instituted. It's, I'll, it's I'll tell you, so I've been, this community is the second community I've been at where we've done the Stations of the Cross outside in the mm. town. We did it also when I was a student pastor in Cambridge. Um, we did it through there. Cambridge is not far from you, right, Charlie? It is not. Is that still a part of Massachusetts? I mean, people, or they... people where I live think it's far away, but it's really not. Okay, right. right. <laughs> 40 minutes. It's oh, not hard to get to. If you're stuck in traffic, I get yeah. it. It feels like a yeah. long way, but people, come on. Yeah. There's parts of Missouri where you've got to drive two hours to see a movie. Yeah. You just get a... In the normal days. In the normal days. So I, one of the things I enjoy about that is... We're walking around, we're carrying either one cross or multiple crosses, we're stopping Mm. in very public areas, saying prayers, singing, and everyone else is going about their life and maybe Mm -hmm. looking at us or trying to walk around us, maybe they'll ask us. The dissonance of our being in a sacred moment in the midst of the secularity brings out for me, helps me prepare for Easter. Mm -hmm. And I think, I love that you said invite everyone, would help me to be even more... Um, gregarious, inviting everyone on Easter Sunday, because yep. I would have been there watching, you know, reliving the the crucifixion of Christ, and still watching everyone else go through their lives and seeing, you're missing, mm-hmm. you're missing it. Yeah, the, now obviously the message yeah. is still there; it hasn't changed. Yeah, so I love that idea of invite others. So to be present, be public. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right at this time, it's kind of hard. You got we need to be safe. Wear your masks. They just That's all right. that stuff, but. But yeah, you don't. So you just don't we, know. I, I I like to think of the best evangelistic work I ever do. It's it's just planting seeds. You mm-hmm. don't know what thing you're going to do in front of someone that's going to give them a chance to think, huh? There's someone right. that I respect or care about or know who thinks mm-hmm. this is important. I wonder why, and that could begin the journey of a lifetime for somebody. I have never been a winning souls evangelist, uh, where I get you to make a public profession of Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, because all I see result from that consistently is backsliding and disappointment. On the other hand, when people get get that seed, that first start, that first tiny shoot comes up for them, and they think, yeah, this imperfect ragtag bunch of people called a church is something I could actually 
find a home in and comfort and challenge and a connection to something divine and larger than myself. That's a beautiful opportunity and moment. Yeah. So I think for those pastors, and not just pastors, but parishioners who feel like Holy Week um, can be stressful. Mm. I wonder if part of it is because they take seriously what's going on and they want others to be able to encounter that. I think the good pastors out there, and there so are that's a, that's people a, here. That's a yeah. kind characterization. The The other yeah, possibility is maybe, you're, maybe you've got the wrong why. Right. It's okay well, for the say. why you do yeah. something to change over time and for you to reframe it, mm-hmm. but the big picture about why you're doing something should be, should be um, yeah. agile. You should be able to adapt yeah. when you need to. Yeah. And if you are tired of doing the same old thing the same way, you might want to check your why. The why of why right. you do that might have expired, oh, and you either need a new it. one yeah. or you need to do something different. Well, if this season you're still doing the same thing, if you needed a better excuse to <laughs> do something different, I, I don't know what else God Amen. can give you. Now, does Holy Week now look the way it used to look to you as a child? Do you Did you have all these, did you grow up with these kinds of events during Holy well, Week? Uh, what was it like? Uh, Monday, Thursday has always been the most important, the most meaningful Even as a kid. day for me. Even as See, a kid. I didn't know it existed. Growing up at we, Union Baptist Church in Mystic, Connecticut, huh. I do not know that there was a Monday Thursday service. However, I also have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that growing up as a kid, I, I would not have probably asked to have been a part of that event or known that it was happening. Mm. And I don't know that my folks would have either. But I think I maybe mean, it just didn't happen. Yeah, We did. Our church did. My parents brought us... Our, one of the ones that stuck out was we went... We, there was a church meal... Mm-hmm. But they said we had to be quiet during the meal. Oh, interesting. And that really hit me that, uh, you know, I was sitting with some adult, but I was still, you know, with other adults too. And Were you honoring the, the subdued tenor of what we think the upper room yeah. might have been like? It, well, it was, it, it, yeah, there was, we were saying, let's have a, a, a more of a mournful approach. Because mm-hmm. from the supper, then we went to the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and and went through the passion story, but I that I don't remember the particulars of what was said or anything, but I remember that having a real impact on me. Mm-hmm. That everyone was quiet while we're eating, mm-hmm. and this is not what the table is usually like for me. So something's different on this a night. Somber supper. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm. That's a good album name. If I was if I was a band making an album, that would be my supper. album name. Oh yeah. A somber supper. It would sell like would cold it. cakes. Or Johnny Cakes. Oh, hey, that, there you go, Rhode Island. There, there we go. go. So, um, yeah, Monday, Thursday is always, and that continues to be, for me, the most meaningful day mm-hmm. of the year. Good Friday, that's come into play more in my pastoral, in, yeah, as I've been in ordained ministry, working with other churches yeah. and having the ecumenical This is the first year we'll do a Good Friday offering in a long time, it's my understanding. It's not germane yeah. at Pilgrim Church to do Good Friday services. And, of course, here... In Massachusetts, I don't know how stark it is in Rhode Island these days, but here there's always that sense of, well, what are the Catholics doing, and is this a Catholic thing? Because Mm -hmm. some people have left the Catholic Church to join our church, principally because they want something different, but then some people have left the Catholic Church for reasons that are just hard and and sorrowful, and they pine for the traditions. And so where do you walk that line, you know? Yeah. Authenticity. I think that's our theme again and again. Yeah. 
checked, ask the why, be authentic. That's right. I think the you know, Good Friday, going through the passion story, beat mm. by beat, taking your time with it, is really significant. What happens if you don't do that? What happens if you just start what what if what if Palm Sunday is mm-hmm. Palm slash expectation Sunday? Yeah. What, or what are the other names for that Sunday when you don't do a Maundy Thursday? Or a good Friday. Passion Sunday is the other yeah, one. Yeah, Palm or Passion Sunday, they call it sometimes. When you truncate yeah. the experience. So you begin with a, a fanfare and palms, mm-hmm. and then you end with, were you there on Palm Sunday, yeah. waiting for the crucifixion, and then you just go dark until that day. Well, I'll tell you, that's actually what I do. Ah. But I, I, I set them up for Thursday. Okay. So that's the idea is that um, if you just do Palm Sunday without even that, if you just say, hey, Jesus is coming, this is great, let's get ready for the resurrection, um, you'll, you'll end up in hell. I think uh, that's the see. condemnation, damnation. That's how God is. All right. Well, now we know. I'm, yeah. I hope, I, it's good I to get, get it out there. Seat. Oh, well, I'll be on the other side with, uh, of course you with will, Lazarus cause, watching. Cause you did it right. I did it right. People were saying, can we just get a taste of water? Just a no, taste of water. There is none. No. No. There is none. No. Um, Sarp is also in heaven, but ironically. Yeah, well, you know. But with only three didn't other see people. see that coming. <laughs> it's a particular kind of heaven. <laughs> Smells a little of sulfur. Um, yeah, no, we are, not, we are not saying you actually go to hell if you no, don't do the service. No, of course that not. Way. You've caught the. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully. No, it's just. The festival, to bring it back to your point, yeah. right, the festival will be vapid. We don't, and... we don't festival as much as we used to. Weddings, you know, weddings right. are reduced to a day now in the United States for the most part. Yeah. When I went to my uh, sister-in-law's wedding in Romania, it was three days, which had been shaved down from seven originally. Wow. You know, festivals used to be a part of how humans knit themselves together and learn to trust one another and care for one another, mm. uh, even oh, that's in great. addition to what was happening in churches. So we, we need to, there's, there's certainly a reclamation that needs to happen. Yeah. So folks, we encourage you this week to engage whatever community you're part of. If you're part of Pilgrim Congregational or First Baptist or others, um, really d- dig in to what's offered with your community or do your own personal devotion, but take that time on Thursday Take the time on Friday, Saturday. Charlie, do you do anything Saturday? I don't know if I'm going to fast or not on Saturday. I, I have I'm fasted on, fast. on Saturday. I'm I'm considering it this year. Um, a fast is a real focusing moment to kind of reset your whole life. It doesn't do much. Don't don't fast to lose weight. That's that's yeah. not how that works. But but yeah. fasting for focus, fasting for depth of prayer, and for a sense of what yeah. it means to go without is really powerful. And we are yeah. we are in the without time, the time when Jesus was laid in the tomb, until the time when it was discovered that he was raised. So so there's, I yeah I think I've talked myself into it again. Oh geez, maybe I should. Maybe we'll check in maybe on I fasting will. next the week, shorts. and uh, we'll say we'll talk about how it went and yeah. the uses of fasting. And, Always and then ahead. one other thing. Yeah, so do that. Your Easter will be powerful, wonderful. Mm. And then please, please hear this. On the Monday after Easter, <laughs> under no circumstances, I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Do not contact your pastor. <laughs> I, it, the church will be fine. That's right. They'll, they'll contact the bereaved family Take on Tuesday. A they'll, breath. They'll, they'll, 
it, it's I've, I've declared it a international pastor's day off. Oh, I don't know if other true. pastors have as well, but please, the day after Easter, I, you know, we've given you everything we have. Yeah. And because we want we to. We left it all on the we, floor. Yeah. And, and we want to do that. We, we, we sincerely care about you and want to give you our best and then some. Yeah. But don't call us on Monday. Don't. Thanks, everybody. Just don't. Have yeah. peace. <laughs> okay. Shall we, uh, shall we move to prayer? Yeah, we could. We haven't said everything we need to say about... Uh, did you about... want to say something about Tenebrae? Oh, yeah, I did have a point about Tenebrae. I'm sorry. Okay. The, the thing I learned about Tenebrae this year from our wonderful interim um, minister of music, Andrus Madsen, is that mm-hmm. Tenebrae was a tradition that was supposed to be uh, Tenebrae on Thursday, Tenebrae on Friday, Tenebrae on Saturday. There are multiple Tenebrae services throughout Holy Week mm. Catholic tradition and in, and in others. And the point was that you, this, this ritual of reliving the story, it shouldn't just happen once. It should be re- repeatedly yeah. you know, worked into our, our psyche and our, you should be able to recite you know, the stations of the cross. You should know what happens, that kind of sense of connection with it. And and uh, we're yeah. doing two tenebrae for the first time, so that Friday offering is a tenebrae service. Um, and I I just oh. appreciate the idea that tenebrae is a thing that that is not meant to be a one and done every year, and that it right. had a wider and powerful sense for me. So I I just know mm-hmm. that some of your brethren in the Christian world around the world don't just consider Monday Thursday the only time for tenebrae. And in fact, it is about yeah. the passion. It's about the suffering and death of Jesus. So if you are only going to do it on one day, uh, you might consider doing it just on Friday. Um, but I, I right. love that we can do it multiple days and keep reliving the story. I would, I would say, I mean, this might be, why not do start on Wednesday? And we have four Gospels. We have four stories. Do a different, just read That's through a great. different story oh, each day from Wednesday hey, through yeah, Saturday. If you've got a litany of readings of Tenebrae, and you can get them online mm. from many different sources, yeah. you could give yourself the personal practice of reading a different Tenebrae each time, even if you don't yeah. want to read the gospel stories. But why wouldn't you? I know. Christian, open Person. thy Bible. Yeah. Read. Pick up Pick and read, up and as read. the child said That's to Augustine. Right. Hey, yeah, let's pray now. I think I've gotten it out of my system. Okay. Yeah, I think that's good. That was good. So the prayer I have, uh, this is from um, Bridget, some known as St. Mm. Bridget. Um, so it's it's not clear if she actually wrote these prayers, but there's 15 prayers of Bridget. And there has been this idea that if you read all 15, if you go through a devotion of praying all 15 in 15 get days, you get dollars. some kind of reward. Something. A bazillion dollars. Um, yeah, that's not how God works, and that's not how well, money works. Wait, but... Or but how Joel... prayer works. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, never, mind. Awesome. never mind. I know, I know. Or the prayer of Jabez okay. or whatever. But um, the prayers are, they're, they're yeah, you forgot about that. That one, made some you? money for a brief moment. It really did. Google hey. it if you want to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the shame. Uh, but the prayers are nice. There's something about the practice of prayer. So I offer Bridget, she was alive around 460 to 528. We're not sure. All right. She hasn't written back to verify. My fact checker is still trying to find out for sure. Hmm. Um, that's Wilford. Wilford the fact checker. Wilford the fact so, checker. So anyways, that's what I have. So I'll start, and then Charlie will pray, and then we'll hear words from Bridget. Amen. Thanks. All right, let's pray. God, help us this week to stop 
to let go of all of the preparation, to let go of all of the anticipation, and to be in the moment, to let Thursday be Thursday and Friday be Friday. Help us to suspend the resurrection so that we can stay in the grief. We know the festival will come, but let's not rush it. Help us this week to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord, we know the A word will ring out in our sanctuaries on Sunday morning, but in the meantime, we need to hold back. We need to, we need to walk right up to the edge of that precipice and hold back. We need to live in this moment. We need to feel your presence. We need to walk the steps. We need to remember what he suffered. We need it all. And Lord, we need it in this year more than, more than in a long time. Bless our celebrations that they might be fitting to you and inspiring to those who attend. Mm. And from Bridget. Oh, Jesus, I remember your wounds which penetrated the very marrow of your bones and to the depth of your being. Draw me away from sin and hide me in your wounds. Amen. Amen. Oh. I like yep. that idea. Hide me in your womb. Bridget is punchy. She's punchy. She gets yeah. right in there and she <clears throat> delivers yeah. the goods and out. I, don't I mean, know what we the, assume that's the whole. Right. I don't know what the original language would have been for Bridget. For Bridget, well, she, you said Irish, Irish, Irish or Swedish, somewhere around there. So Irish mid- or Swedish. There's kind of a little, <laughs> t- little moisture in between those two. That aren't they the same? No. <laughs> no, there's a different kind of, Jonathan, we need to get you out on the road. We need I'm some pilgrimage in I'm having a real problem with geography today, you got to stop I? hiking mountains in New Hampshire. We need to get you That's across it. the pond. That's it. Across the pond to, um, there's a couple ponds in Rhode Island. No, 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 no. Come on, think bigger. So, yeah, I don't know if it's Middle English People or People in Rhode Island, they drive Gaelic. 15 minutes and go, oh, this takes so long. I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone has a Have good Have a great Holy Week. week. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Yeah. We'll get there, and you'll be okay. All right. All right, Peace. be well. Bye. Kitchen Table Spirituality is a part of the 12 Enough Network. Your hosts were Jonathan Malone, the pastor of First Baptist Church, East Greenwich, Rhode Island, and Charlie Eastman, the pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. You can send your comments to this show and other shows to 12 Enough at gmail.com. That's written out. And you can go to find the show notes for this episode and other episodes at 12enough.com. That's written out. Please rate and like the show. Thank you for listening. Have a good Easter. try. I'll wait.